Hello, and welcome to the first episode of the Autumn Action News Podcast. My name is Jessica Joaquin. I have been working for the Salt River Pima Maricopa Indian community for going on five years now. My role at the newspaper is newspaper reporter slash ad sales slash web designer slash layout and design for the newspaper. Today I am joined by my coworker Marissa Johnson. She is the latest addition to our staff. She is no newbie, however. She has been interning with our paper for the last two years off and on. She is also a YouTube content creator, Twitch streamer, podcaster, and welcome, Marissa. Thank you for having me. Basically, what this podcast is going to be is, if you don't know already, our newspaper comes out twice a month. It comes out every first and third Thursday of the month. So our intention for this podcast is just going to recap what is printed in our newspaper, but also we want to... We want to take some time to connect with community members. We want to talk to them on the phone. We want to hear some live interviews and things like that. In this first episode, what we're going to be going over are just a few stories that we covered in our last issue, which came out on April 16th. Now, I know it's a little late, but we're trying to get our feet wet with this podcasting thing and juggling working at home and all this and that. So please bear with us as we try to figure all of this out. Is there anything you want to add, Marissa? Other than that, I'm just happy that we have another outlet to connect to the community, another way to connect to the community. Yes, I, I for one can't wait to talk to some of the community members to see how they're doing. So the Anthem Action News podcast is just one of many outlets that we are working on. As soon as the other outlets are available to share with you, we will definitely be doing that. So just keep your eye out. You can always visit the newspaper at autumnnews.org. All right, Marissa. Well, I'm going to go ahead and get into our first story um, that was covered in the Autumn Action News, like I said, the April 16th issue. Let's be smart about COVID-19. Autumn Action News, Community Relations, and SRPMIC-TV all contributed to this article. The COVID-19 threat is very real. You may look out the window and see the perfect weather and tell yourself that we're getting back to normal, but the COVID-19 virus is still lurking in the shadows. As of today, we are recording on April 22, 2020. As of today, there are 802,583 cases in the U.S., and there have been 44,575 deaths. Here in Arizona, as of today, there are 5,459 cases and 229 deaths related to COVID-19. We must continue to practice social distancing for the foreseeable future and to continue to limit our contact with people, including family get-togethers, funerals, weddings, etc. We need to stay at home as much as possible and trust that we will eventually begin to see the light at the end of the tunnel. A video by Health and Human Services Public Health Nurse Nancy Mongieri, RN, was recently posted to the SRPMIC Facebook page, where she explained COVID-19 and the importance of slowing its spread. COVID-19 is a disease caused by the novel coronavirus. I'm sure you've all heard of it by now. It's highly contagious. There's no vaccine and there's no cure currently, which is why we must slow the spread. If a case of COVID-19 is confirmed, our doctors here in Salt River will personally reach out to give the test results to the patient. Healthcare providers will conduct a risk assessment 
to identify persons who have had close and prolonged contact with the positive case. This process is called contact tracing. The order to stay at home has streamlined contact tracing. If people stay home, we know who they interact with, but we still must educate ourselves about preventing the virus and keeping the virus out of our homes. The rules are clear. If you've been exposed, isolate yourself at home. Treat any symptoms, take cough suppressant for a cough, take fever-reducing medicine for a fever. Even if you have no symptoms, take your temperature twice a day. Stay hydrated and get plenty of rest. Wash your hands thoroughly. Don't touch your nose, your eyes, or your mouth. Leave your shoes outside before you enter the home, again, leaving any virus outside. Change into clean clothes after you've been in a public place, like a grocery store. Wipe off the steering wheel and the door handles of your car. Don't drink any beverages from the bottle or can unless the can has been cleaned and the bottle top has been cleaned. The list goes on. Our goal is to stay at zero confirmed cases. For all you gamers out there, here's a real life challenge. You can beat the virus by staying home. And the best prize of all, good health for you and your circle of family and friends. It's okay to be scared, but we need you to be smart. We encourage members experiencing symptoms to utilize the community's COVID-19 hotline. The number is 480-362-2603. You'll be screened and referred to testing if necessary. Please call the hotline for information and if needed, an appointment. All right. Thank you, Nancy. That was very, very helpful. Again, that phone number to the SRPMIC COVID-19 hotline is 480-362-2603. Have you been wiping off your door handles and, and uh, steering wheel, Marissa, anytime you go anywhere? Yeah. Yeah. Not only my car, but, you know, inside my home as well. Do you sterilize any of your stuff when you're bringing it into your apartment? Um, I, I don't know if I'm crazy because I don't see my neighbors doing this, but anytime I go for a grocery run or get something new that's coming into my apartment, I sit on my patio and I sterilize everything and I throw it in my apartment. And then I go and collect all my bags and things and go right out to the dumpster and just throw that in there. Now, am I being excessive? No, I think it's smart. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've heard people do that. Okay. Yeah. I've I not, not seen my neighbors do that. So I'm like, oh, man, they're probably all watching me outside their window, you know, outside their house or their apartment <laughs> looking at me. I feel I feel silly, but you know what? It makes me feel safe. So I'm going to continue to do that until, until the threat is – I don't really know if the threat will ever be gone. There's always, you know, there's germs everywhere. All this really has done for me is made me pay attention more about what I'm bringing into my safe zone. Yeah, no, I totally get it. But that's good. I think it, a lot of people are creating healthier sanitation habits. So that's a plus that came from this. Yeah, good stuff. All right. Well, let's move on to our next story. Our next story is about the Community Relations Office launching a text message alert program. If you are unaware, on March 24th, the Community Relations Office, CRO, launched a new text alert communication tool. The new system allows CRO to send text messages to community members, alerting them of notices and events. 
The initial launch was slated for June 2020 during Community Day. However, the need to provide notifications became essential with COVID-19. As of April 13th, there are 478 participants receiving text alerts. The new messaging tool is an effective way to alert community members because text messages are opened more frequently than email or voice notifications. For SRPMIC, this is an essential communication tool to ensure our members are connected to relevant information. There are three ways to sign up. You can text SRPMIC to 474747 or you can email communityrelations at srpmic-nsn.gov or you can call Community Relations at 480-362-7740. Be sure to leave your name, number, and a brief message. CRO would also like to remind you that SRPMIC has a no texting while driving law. What do you think of these new services, Marissa? I really like them. I find it really convenient when places give you a text message alert. So it's really cool that SRPMIC is going to be implementing that. Yeah, I completely agree. So Marissa, why don't you tell me what's going on at the Salt River Clinic Optometry Division? Yes, I can talk about that. So over at Health and Human Services, they purchased new digital retractive system that allows the optometrist to conduct testing faster and easier. And along with that, they welcomed a new optometrist, Marie Trotter, to the team. So it sounds like over at HHS, we're getting upgrades, not only in equipment, but also new members to the team. That's wonderful news. Yeah, it's really good. It'll get a lot of people in and out faster and glasses, you know, start out young. Kids need to have glasses. Yeah, I've, I've needed glasses since as far as I can remember. And, and, you know, it's totally, it's a totally different world when you can actually see I mean, just putting down my glasses to like wash my face or, you know, do do anything, sleep. And, you know, when I wake up in the morning and I can't see anything, I'm like reaching for my glasses. And the worst is when you need your glasses to find your glasses. Have you ever done that? The hardest. Like, I do not like that. They just blend in with everything. With everything. It's <laughs> like, oh, there they are. And it's like, no, that's a toothbrush. That's nothing. <laughs> So, yes, with a full-time optometrist, community patients now can make eye appointments in the community Monday through Friday as soon as the COVID-19 situation is over. So hopefully community members will be lined up to get their spectacles. Yep. All right, Marissa, well, what's our next story we're going to be hearing about? Seed distribution over with CRD. So um, Jacob Butler, who is the garden coordinator with cultural resources department was out handing out seeds to people who wanted to start the, their own community garden. He gave a lot of tips and information. He even went live on his own page and it was posted to the cultural resources Facebook page, you know, proper ways to plant your seeds, to get the soil ready, to know when to water it or when to just let it have some sun so he gave a lot of really good information that community members have been really wanting to build their own gardens, especially during these times. That's great. That's great. Is he still handing seeds out? Are, are they still uh, having some sort of distribution over there? As far as I know, no. But I think if you just contact CRD or contact Jacob, he'll gladly give you some seeds. 
Well, that's wonderful news. Um, hopefully people are taking advantage and actually using the seeds and, and learning how to grow. Do you have a garden of your own? I'm actually getting it started. I had gone to go get the soil, organic soil over at Home Depot. I got some seeds from Jacob and I need to actually till my little garden area because a lot of weeds came up and I need to make the the ground soft again. Oh, there you go. Well, at least you have good intentions and you're going to get that started. I know that, you know, I live in a tiny little apartment and I don't have anything, but it would be nice to like get something going on my patio, even if it's just a couple of herbs and things like that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, even something small. Um, I remember over at Trader Joe's, I would always get the um, basil plants or just the little plants that you can just pick little sages off and use those to cook with. Well, I think that's all we have for you today, listeners. Like I mentioned before, we're going to be releasing this. Maybe maybe the next time we do more than four stories, maybe we do five or six. But like I said, we're just trying to get our feet wet. We're trying to get into the flow of things. Our next episode is going to be OAN Connects, and that is where we are going to tell you more stories about community members and hopefully get a few on the line and ask them some questions about what's going on in their lives. All right, so if you are curious about what else we have in the newspaper, you can always visit othamnews.org. That is O-O-D-H-A-M-N-E-W-S dot O-R-G. Be sure to follow the community Facebook page at facebook.com slash SRPMIC. If you have any COVID-19 related questions or want more information, you can visit the SRPMIC COVID-19 page, and that is found at the SRPMIC website. If you go to the website at srpmic-nsn.gov, there's a there's a blue bar at the very, very top of the page. Just click that, and it'll take you to the COVID-19 website where you can find all kinds of information. Also, if you feel like you are coming down with COVID-19 related symptoms and you want to call the hotline, that number is 480 480- Three six two two six zero three, And don't forget, if you want to sign up for the SRPMIC message alert system, all you have to do is text SRPMIC to 474747. Thank you for listening. Marissa, do you have anything else to add? Just stay safe, everyone. Wash your hands and sanitize your items. Let's all make sure we stay safe, and we'll see you in our next episode. Goodbye. <laughs>